0: Hi friends, welcome to my first episode on Think Thought, Let's Talk podcast. Today's episode is called What It's Like Being Preggers. I just feel like it's very fitting that I start out with my first episode being about pregnancy and my experience in it just because that is the season of life that I'm in and that is really just all that I know because for the past five, almost six months, I have been growing a human inside of me. So that's just what today's going to be about. Um, I'm going to talk about my personal experience, um, things that I've learned along the way, and um, and some things that I have learned from my other friends that have been pregnant or are currently pregnant. So, um, so yeah, so that's just what we're going to talk about today. And I don't really know where this is going to go. A lot of people may disagree with me on some of the things, or perspectives that I have when it comes to being pregnant. And that's completely okay because the beauty in pregnancy is that everybody's pregnancy journey is different. And I don't think we talk about that enough in this world. Um and I think everyone needs to be okay with that. And it's just on mom-to-mom basis. Because um, when a girl or woman, or you know, just a new mom is growing a human inside of her, like, yes, other people can share their experiences and give them advice if asked, but I don't think we should just automatically assume that whatever worked for you when you were pregnant is working for this new mom that is pregnant because every body is different. Every journey is different. And even when a girl becomes a mom and she becomes pregnant and is growing a life inside of her, like everything changes. Like I, my perspective on life and all things in it has completely changed um, I guess a little bit of backstory for me is I did, I had a very rocky childhood. I guess you can say, I don't know. Of course there was good times. I don't really remember a lot of my childhood, but from what I can remember in my childhood, I went through a lot of traumatic experiences. Um, like let's just, you know, let's just put it out there that I currently don't have a relationship with my own mother. Um, just because that is a healthy boundary that I had to set for myself because I wasn't agreeing with the way that she was living and the decisions that she was making. And it took me a really, really long time to put that boundary in place. And, um, it's just what I needed to do for myself. Um, I won't get into the nitty-gritty of it all, but let's just say that I will not be doing any of the things that my mother did to me or around me in my childhood. Um, I know there's a saying out there, it's like, do as I say, not as I do. And that really explains like my relationship with my mom personally. I know everything not to do when it comes to raising my baby um, or our baby. I don't, which, yes, it's my baby because I'm growing the life inside me, but I feel like that perspective is a little selfish And, you know, to the moms out there that, you know, reference their baby as my baby, that's not an attack on anybody or anything like that. But I just feel very conflicted, I want to say, when I reference our baby as like my baby, because I feel like that is putting up a wall when it comes to Landon as being the father, so I really try, and that's just for me. That's just my perspective and how I feel when that. I'm not saying that to dig on any other moms out there because it is your baby. You grew that baby inside of you and you're raising it and you have that emotional connection that a father doesn't have because you literally had a watermelon inside of you. But um, I just feel very in. I feel like it's very important that I include Landon in my pregnancy as much as I humanly can. So I always want to say our baby, but, um, anyways, so I will, so, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I'm going off on tangents, but, um, so I know everything not to do when raising our baby from my own mother's perspective, um so yeah, so I also feel really led to talk about the fact that pregnancy is very glorified in today's world. And what I mean by that is no one tells you like the nitty-gritty and the horrible side of pregnancy. Like, yes, like people are like, yeah, morning sickness is really bad. Um, you know, your feet hurt, you know, some, they, they give you a little bit of, you know, the, the horrors of being pregnant, but I think it's a lot of people kind of skip the whole pregnancy season. And they just go right into when you actually have the baby. And like you are never going to sleep again. And you know I've heard there's some couples that like really hate each other during pregnancy. Because you know you're up at all hours of the night. You have explosive diapers everywhere. No one's getting the sleep or the nutrients that they need. And all you hear is a baby cry and blah 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 blah. Which I'm not disregarding any of that. But I think... You can wait a little bit to tell a pregnancy woman that because I I don't know. I just feel very conflicted on both sides. Like, yes, you're growing a human side of you. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Speaking side note, um, our baby is kicking right now. This little squirt is really just playing soccer in there. So that's always fun. I do like to feel um, the kicks, but sometimes it's a little too much. I'm like, yeah, you can, I'm okay. I know you're alive in there and everything's fine and dandy, but if you could just not, that'd be great. But anyways, um, so I think we can wait to tell new moms about the aftermath. I think we need to help new moms prepare in the current season that they're in and not just completely skip over the season of pregnancy. Um, I know for me personally that, like, my first trimester was absolutely garbage. Um, My second trimester has, it started off pretty garbage, but it's getting a little bit better. Um, I know for my friend Bailey, um, she's kind of like my mommy guru. She's like my guardian guru mommy. (laughs) I don't really know what to call her. She just, she is a friend that I've known for a very long time and she just had her little baby boy. And so she's just kind of been like my go-to to ask for advice and to vent about things and you know, all things like that. But I know my friend Daisy, um, she's also a friend that I've known for a very, very long time that is still currently pregnant. I think she's about 30 weeks, maybe 32. I might be, um, a little off there, but I know she's around 30 weeks. Um, um, and I know that her pregnancy is, Has been pretty well. She did have some rough spots there. Um, Not to air out her laundry or anything like that, but I know that her morning sickness got super, super bad that she, you know, like passed out and threw up in church which that sounded super scary when she told me that um which daisy if you are listening i hope i did not just completely lie and butcher that i pretty positive that's what you said though but anyways um pregnancy's hard man it's no one tells you like things like my pants let me just say I have never been a fan of jeans or pants just because I think women's clothing when it comes to pant sizes is just a complete fraud um and scam that's a story for another day but like I just never had a good relationship with pants but even like being pregnant in like the very very early stages of pregnancy I just feel like I could never fit in any of my clothes and that really takes a toll on a girl's mental health um Because, you know, we got society like harping down our throats about like what to look like, what to wear and all that thing and all that stuff like that. But when you're pregnant, it's like even worse because you're just gaining so much weight and like your stomach your organs on the inside are moving up so your uterus can expand and you just feel like a giant whale and a blueberry, at least in my experience, I just, I feel like I gained so much weight so quickly. I will say I am a little blessed, um, because I feel like all of my baby weight has been going into my thighs and not necessarily my stomach, which a lot of people would be like, why do you feel blessed by that? I don't know because I'm not getting stretch marks in my stomach and you know, my stretch marks are like in my inner, inner thighs. And so it's like, when I did find my stretch marks for the first time, I absolutely lost my mind. I went and cried to Landon and was like, why? (laughs) And then he tried to be so kind and be like, I have stretch marks. And I'm like, it's not the same. Um, But I don't see them when I look in the mirror. So that's why I say I'm a little blessed. But, and then morning sickness. I personally did not get morning sickness, which I'm super glad. I feel like God did that because it would have triggered me um, into remembering the season that when I was bulimic. So that's probably good. Um, I was bulimic in high school and a little bit in college, but, um, but my morning sickness was just nausea. Um, I would just get nauseous really bad, but I'm also the type of person that I hate nausea. I would rather vomit than be nauseous for hours on end. So, um, let's see, what else are some pregnancy symptoms that I think people just overlook? The uh, oh my gosh, the insomnia, the pregnancy sleep insomnia was so rough for me. Um, in my first trimester, I'm for a while I slept a little good, like towards the end, or at least in the beginning of my second trimester. Um, now. I'm starting not to sleep the greatest anymore, but I swear in my first trimester, I would like, you know, sleep for a couple hours, but then I would wake up at like 3.30 on the dot every single morning. I would pee and then I would just not be able to go back to sleep. I was wide awake and people would always be like, it's just your body preparing you for when the baby comes. Okay, Susan, that's great, but that doesn't really help me because I'm really cranky throughout the day because I have been up since 3.30. I'm just kidding. So sorry to the Susans out there in the world. Um, I just felt a little snarky there for a minute. But, like, seriously, I would just be cranky throughout the day and then in your first trimester, you're, like, so tired. And I work, like, 9 to 5, like, almost five days a week, and, and I work in, like, I'm an office admin, so, like, I'm sitting in a computer screen, sitting down at a desk, looking at a computer screen for almost eight hours out of the day, and I don't have the liberty to nap, like, some pregnant women, they have the liberty, like, you know, they can take naps throughout the day, which is definitely recommended during pregnancy, but I just didn't have that, um, Availability or that option so I was just so tired throughout my pregnancy or my first trimester and it was absolutely awful no one tells you about those things um and then the pain you go through it's just like your lower back your uterus is stretching and it feels like menstrual cramps but like on crack and which you know it's because your uterus is expanding but like Ow, still, like, pregnancy, like, my periods are just absolutely awful anyways. Um, so, pregnant, like, menstrual cramps is awful. And then you get them during pregnancy. It's like, oh, can I not catch a break? Like, not having a period is great in the long scheme of things. But, you know, there's definitely things that come to make up for the fact that you don't have a period. Um, Boob pain ow, I, not to be TMI right now, but a lot of my, um, you know, I got a lot of breast pain going on because, you know, they're filling up with milk or doing whatever they need to do, but that just absolutely hurts. They're super tender and it's like, please no one touch me or hug me or, you know, anything like that. Um, right now I'm in my second trimester, but like, can't be on my feet for very long, but I also can't sit for very long. So, like, if I'm at work and I'm sitting for, you know, a couple hours, I need to get up and walk around. But, like, I know I just went to um, Goodwill with my friend Daisy again, and we went thrifting in Nashville. My ankles were swollen when I got home because I was on them for too long, which makes absolutely no sense to me because I'm like, walking is really good for you. It gets the blood flow, but like, you can also, you know, sit down because you're not getting the blood flow. But like, if I'm on my feet too long, my feet swell. If I'm not walking enough, my feet swell or my ankle swell. So it just makes absolutely no sense to me. And it's freaking painful, dude. Like, I can just, like, feel sometimes when I'm at work and I'm sitting there, like, my thighs are just throbbing because I don't know. I'm not getting blood flow or just because these girls are heavy now, I don't know. It just hurts. Um, I'm, we also right now are currently living in a one bedroom apartment on the third floor. I swear those stairs never get easier. Like I used to work out in the gym and I would do the stair stepper all the time because, you know, I really enjoyed it, but it would get easier over time. Someone please tell me why walking up three flights of stairs just to come home is it never gets easier. Like, I can hike a mountain. I can, you know, do all kinds of things going up in high elevation. But walking up three flights of stairs you know, 2 3 times a day is the absolute worst. It never gets easier and I don't understand that. Especially while being pregnant, I told Lynn, "We got to go. Like we got to move because these stairs will make me go into labor." I don't know if that's actually true, but but um that's what I just tell him. Okay. Next point that I want to talk about is the things that you can't do because you have a belly in the way. Even when it's small, you can't do things like not to put Landon on blast, but he probably doesn't want me telling the world this, but he deserves credit because ladies, there are men out there that are sweet as can be and will sacrifice their pride enjoy to do things for you. I didn't think they existed until I met Landon. Um, The other night, I probably hadn't shaved my legs in probably my entire pregnancy up until just a couple days ago. Landon, so we cooked dinner, we um, watched an episode of The Last of Us or something like that or a movie and he spent an hour from 10 o'clock at night, or it was nine o'clock, I don't know, it was late, like, we go to bed super early now, like, I would say nine o'clock we go to bed sometimes, but anyways, either nine or ten p.m. at night, he took an hour, and carefully, calmly, Shaved my legs for me because I could not bend over and shave my own freaking legs. And this, he was so sweet about it. He rubbed, you know, shaving cream all up my legs, went carefully around you know, the back of the knees, around the knees, on my ankles, because, you know, girls, those are like the prime time spots for um, Razor nicks. but he did it. He spent a whole hour shaving my own legs for me, and I I swear I fell more in love with him that night because he did that. I felt so bad for him because I know that was super gross. He was like weed whacking Georgia, the jungle. I don't know. But anyways, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty gross though. Um, But I, yeah, it was gross. Like I probably have not seen my leg hair that long since I was like nine when I like first started shaving anyways. Moving on, but putting on shoes is a lot of work. Bending down is a lot of work just to pick something up, and I know it's going to get worse the farther along that I get. Um, Laundry takes a lot out, just like, you know, bending and getting clothes out. and um, Just getting something in the lower shelf of the fridge is rough. Oh, my gosh, and making the bed. Ugh. I will no I'm not doing it I can't I like washed sheets and like remade the bed for the first time in a while and which is kind of probably gross but you know whatever full transparency full vulnerability here on this podcast y'all but making the bed was just rough rough I was so out of breath I walked out into the living room and I was like panting like, I was, like, having a heart attack or something, and Landon was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, no, I just did the sheets, just made the bed. And it's, like, that new sound that, I don't know, I guess I'm on pregnancy Instagram reels talk or whatever you want to call it, because I don't have TikTok. But it's, like, you know, it's, like, huffing and puffing. It's like, what, did you run a marathon? It's like, no, nah, I just did the sheets. <laughs> I don't know, so... You just can't do a lot when you're pregnant. I don't care how far along you are. You could be in your first trimester. It's a pain to do things. You're just out of breath and got so much weight on you. It's so rough. Anyways, but I will say out of all of that, it does get better, I guess. It's not as bad as I'm probably leading on. I think during the first trimester and a little the first half of the second trimester I was just miserable and there's some people that just they thrive in pregnancy I did not I know it was the exact same for my friend Bailey her whole pregnancy sucked and her whole delivery sucked and Bailey if you are listening also girl I have major respect for you because I don't know, I don't know how you're doing it, but you're thriving now that you have baby mocks, and I'm just proud of you, but pregnancy sucks, man, it does um, but it does get better i will say i'm I'm like twenty two weeks and some change right now, and it's not bad um I will say walking up the stairs still pretty sucks, sucks still pretty bad I don't know what I just said um putting on shoes is rough I can't fit in any of my clothes and I just refuse to buy pregnancy or like maternity clothes because they're expensive and I just like big clothing it clothing anyways so I just keep buying um you know normal clothes but just you know bigger size because I'll still wear them after being pregnant um Feeling baby kick, that does help a lot. I think it brings on a whole new worry because you're supposed to feel them every day. And, you know, if you don't feel them, it can be really alarming because, that means something could be wrong. Um, so feeling baby kick really helps. It's like, it's cute for the first, like, you know, few times because I'm like, oh, you're up and moving. And then you start kicking the bladder or, you know... Then that gets a little rough and I'm like, all right, you can calm back down and go to sleep again. Oh, another thing that um a lot of people don't talk about when you're in the beginning stages of pregnancy is you have a terrible relationship with food. I because of morning sickness, but also for me, I just like hated everything. Like nothing sounded good unless it was specifically on my mind. Like Um, Landon, you know, and I like we had like these big Costco packs of chicken and I was like, you know, at first I'd be like, oh, yeah, chicken sounds great for dinner. We'll have like chicken, rice and veggies or, you know, make chicken and something. But then, you know, when I'd come home for dinner, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. I don't want that. That sounds disgusting. Get that chicken away from me. Um, I want Mexican and I want it now, or I want pizza and I want it now, or I will I refuse to eat anything unless it is blank. Um, and then I would get so frustrated because I would feel so bad because we're eating out all the time and you know, it's like I should be eating healthy because that's good for the baby, but like healthy food doesn't sound good. Like I just want to shove my face with McDonald's. And- and if people try and judge me, I will rip their head off. Um, If you want to have a cheeseburger, eat a cheeseburger. Baby is fine, I will say. Like, yes, like, you want to balance out, like, good things and bad things. But, like, if you want to have a freaking cheeseburger and a milkshake, you have that cheeseburger and milkshake. Baby will be fine, um, but yeah your your relationship with food was just awful. I would cry because we were eating out all the time, and then, and we were spending so much money on takeout, but like, I didn't want to eat anything unless it was that. and so I then I just didn't want to eat, but then I was like, I have to eat because you know, baby needs nutrition, I need nutritions, nutrition, whatever that word is. um. And so it was just like a constant battle. And if you've ever had an eating disorder, it was kind of like that. And it was really rough and really sad and very triggering. And that was just super bad. But anyways, it does get better. (laughs) I know I just completely flipped the script again. But, you know, it does get better. You do have to give yourself grace because you are growing a life inside of you and it takes a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of things to grow a human inside of your body oh I'm getting a call from a spam risk person so please ignore that I'm so sorry I've been getting telemarketer calls like so much lately and I don't understand why but anyways um so yeah Oh, out of breath. Um, it does get better though, friends. It does get better. Okay, moving on. Um, things you shouldn't say to a first time pregnant woman. Um, I know this can be a little controversial, um, because you know you're just trying to be helpful for that first time mom. Um, but there are some things that you should just not say to her, like. Of course, everything that I wanted to say has completely left my brain. But like um, a big one that a lot of people told me from like work or, you know, you know, just people in general was just like, you'll forget about it. You'll forget about the whole pregnancy and all the pain that you went through during pregnancy when the baby actually comes. That really bothered me when people told me that. Um, I haven't luckily heard it recently, but it really bothered me at first because it just felt very discouraging in that you or people weren't listening to how I was feeling. Um, Which like, yeah, that's great advice. Kind of, sort of, I don't know. It just seemed like... you know, it's like when you're like, oh, you know, like, I just feel like a whale and, um, you know, my back hurts all the time. And, you know, you just talk about like all the things that you're experiencing and then they're like, oh, you'll forget about it after the baby comes. No, I think that's a lie, um, which I could be wrong. But right now, that's not helpful for me in my currently first trimester, like I've got a whole nine months to grow a human and you're just telling me I'll forget about it when I have a baby. That's not helpful to me right now. Um, like I need you to say, Hey, I went through it too. Um, you know, if you want to know what I did to help me get through it, I would be gladly to always ask if someone wants your advice. Um, I feel like we just also live in a world that everyone has an opinion on everything, but sometimes your opinion and your advice is not helpful for what I'm currently going through, even though you might think that it's helpful, it's not. Um, Always ask if someone wants your advice, because sometimes people just want to vent, like you know completely a little bit off topic but when lane and i were for like getting closer to marriage and we were going through premarital counseling um our conflict conflict resolution skills were not that um you know good cuz i am very hot headed and he's very calm cool and collected um a major thing that we would argue about is because i would be venting to him and i would just want him to listen and he has a very big fixer mentality. Like he doesn't want to see anyone in pain or like distraught and he just wants to fix the situation. He gets it from his dad. I know that. And I was like, Lan, I love you so much, but I need you to shut up. I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen to me vent. If I want you to fix it, then I'm going to tell you to fix it. But right now I'm just venting. And so, um, I think that goes, I don't know if that's just for me personally, which it could be, you know, hey, whatever. Um, But I also feel like a lot of women, you know, we have that conversation with our husbands, like, hey, like, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. That's why girls gossip to each other. Like, because we don't, we don't automatically think like, oh, you're telling me this because you want me to fix it. No, we're just we have so many thoughts going through our brain all the time that we just need someone else to listen to us. So if a pregnant woman is telling you about her experience and everything that she's feeling, ask her if she wants your advice because she might be confiding in you and telling her, about her experience and everything that she's going through currently just so you can listen because she knows that if you've had a baby you've been able to relate to how she's feeling don't brush it off and just be like oh you can do a b and c to fix it no you know what it's like to have a baby and go through pregnancy I just want you to listen to me empathize with me like sympathize with me and but I don't want your advice. If I want your advice, I'm going to ask you like, Hey, when you went through blah, 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 how did you fix it? Or what did you do in whatever scenario? That's when you can give advice, but unsolicited advice is not helpful. It's not, it drives me absolutely bonkers. Um, let's see. I know that was kind of a lot. Um, I can't really think of other things to say to first time. Oh, um, I know when I was in college, oh my gosh, shut up. Sorry. Every, all of my technology is not working with me, which is very awkward because I'm trying to do my first episode of my podcast and it's just like the world's against me. Anyways, um, I know when, I am so sorry if this is so chaotic, (laughs) um, um, Anyways, when I was in college, I had a friend and her name was Alicia and she was pregnant and currently has two beautiful babies right now. But, um, I remember a lot of the time that she would, when she was pregnant, a lot of people would be like, whoa, you're huge. That is so freaking rude. Like who says that? Like, yes, I woman that has a baby her tummy can be huge but you don't say that to them like I don't know that's just the most disrespectful thing ever um it's like basically just saying wow you're fat I mean you're not fat because you have a baby inside of you but it's just like that's what it just sounds like it's like you don't whatever you get the gist but That's just, you don't say things like that. Um, When it comes to food, like if there is a pregnant woman that is eating Taco Bell, you don't comment on the fact that she's eating Taco Bell. You can be like, oh my gosh, that looks so delicious. And she'd be like, yeah, I know. I love it. But you're not going to be like, who are you to dictate someone's pregnancy? Like if someone wants a taco from taco bell or a six piece chicken nugget from mcdonald's or a pregnant woman wants to eat a whole pizza like yes it's not really that healthy but if no you just don't comment on that you allow her to enjoy that because again i just went on a whole rant about how you can have a really bad relationship with food when you're pregnant Because you feel so bad because you, like, want to put all this healthy stuff in your body. But you can't because that sounds absolutely disgusting. And if you smell broccoli, you might vomit all over the place. But you just want a whole pizza all to yourself. And that is okay. You eat that freaking whole pizza, mama. You go, girl. Ugh. Just don't comment on... A pregnant woman's food. I don't really think you should comment on anybody's food. Unless you're complimenting it. Like oh my gosh that looks so good. But I don't know. Pregnancy's hard. I'll just keep saying that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many things. That you shouldn't say to a first time mom. But. We'll move on. Another thing is that I want to talk about is be respectful of the mom's wishes. Um, I think this... I don't... I think this gets overlooked a lot or... um, It's just not respected enough. Like, I know when a woman has a baby for the first time she is very very protective you know she thinks that her whole pregnancy is going to be one way she wants to raise her baby in a certain way you know she gets a little little cray cray at the beginning because you know she just went nine months carrying this child and when you're a first-time mom you have no idea what you're doing but you have to learn real quickly what to do you want to know you're gonna learn real quickly what works for you what doesn't work for you you know and yes people all the time are like you can never be too prepared for a baby no one ever knows what they're doing like um you know other you like sleep when they're napping or that's a big one that I've been hearing but like that no like Again, every person is different. Every journey is different. Just because something works for you does not mean that it's going to work for this new mom. Oh my gosh, it just drives me freaking nuts. Like, um, when there's a first time baby, like, yes, that baby is so cute. And everyone wants to see the new baby and, um you know, you, but, like, you need to ask to make sure that mom is okay with you coming over when she's fresh out of the hospital. Even if she's, like, two, three weeks out of the hospital, you need to make sure because that's still, like, not enough time for a mom to prepare her brain for someone to come over. Like, she is so, like, like, the mindset is, like, I have to make sure my baby's okay. I need to make sure I'm okay. Like, postpartum depression, that's a whole nother thing that I might touch on, but that is just a whole nother thing. But she's, like, oh, this person wants to come over. I don't have any food. My house is a mess. Like, I don't necessarily want my baby to be around anybody because of germs. Like, you have to adapt to all those things. Like, it's not about you. Um... It's about what that mom's going through. The baby doesn't necessarily know any better. No, they don't know any better because they're fresh out of the hospital. They're two, three weeks old. Like they don't know anything, but the mom has all the freaking pressure. So like, yes, that baby's cute and you want to go and see the baby, but like hold hold the phone, hold hold your horses. Um, You need to make sure that that mom is being taken care of before you try and get connected with that baby um I know my friend Bailey again has been going through a really hard time with this because she's not ready like I've seen her a couple of times um you know with baby mocks like we've gone out to lunch she's done a photo shoot for me before but like of course do I want to hold mocks and love on that little squirt of course I do, but I'm waiting until Bailey is ready that she gives me permission to hold baby Knox or you know do anything because that's that's respectful. She's not ready to invite um, you know a whole bunch of slew of people over. She's not even necessarily super okay with inviting her in laws over, and that is okay because she is paving the way, she is building up her courage, she's doing a bunch of things that she, it's on her timing, she just spent nine months growing a human, went through a really traumatic delivery, and she, she's doing things on her timing, and people need to respect that, and it goes for the same for myself, and for any other mom new mom out there like you need to check on the mom before the baby yes the baby's cute but the baby's not going anywhere um it's got a whole life to live it's fresh out of the hospital like mom might not want people over because of germs I know that's a huge thing like she doesn't want people over because she doesn't have the mind capacity to clean her house like yes people aren't going to come over and be like oh my gosh your house isn't clean Like how gross and how dare you? There are some people that are like that though, but there's some people that are like, oh, you just had a baby. Like, it's fine that your house is not clean. I just want to come and see, you know, see the new baby. Okay. Yes, but you're not thinking about how that mom feels. Okay. I think I'm going a little bit too much on that, but my main point is be respectful of the mom's wishes. Also, <clears throat> like for me personally, I, um, Landon and I are keeping the gender of our baby, um, hidden for a while because we want to bask in knowing the gender. Like we have a little secret, um, that we're keeping from everyone, um, because. A lot of the seasons that me and him were in, like when we were dating, we were long distance. We didn't get to really bask in our dating season because we were long distance. And the short times that we, you know, came and visited each other, they were sped up because we were on a timeline. Our engagement season was, a majority of it was also long distance. So we didn't get to enjoy our engagement season and also... When it came to wedding planning and stuff like that, a lot of our plans fell through the cracks. And so we didn't, it was very, very stressful. So we didn't get to bask in it. Another thing is I had, I had just graduated college and, um, I was moving back to Tennessee That was also a part of our engagement season was extremely stressful. Me and him had to buy an apartment together that he wasn't even going to live in for a while. That was extremely stressful. And again, we didn't get to savor our engagement season. We are very newly married. Like we just got married in June. Um, And, you know, we have a baby on the way. God works in very mysterious ways and we don't really, you know, understand. Sometimes I do ask God all the time, like why, but you know, God just has a plan, and so our marriage season, you know, kind of got rushed, um, and now we're becoming new parents, so us not telling, like, our in-laws or extended family, um, the gender of our baby, that's because we are trying to really, you know, savor this season for us, um, And you need like people have to be respectful of that. Like, yes, you want to know the gender of our baby because you want to buy our clothes and presents and you want to know you want to know everything, which is all fine. And I'm so excited that you're happy for us. But like you have to be respectful. Um, There's certain things that I want for our baby that Lynn and I are just not getting right now. Um, One, because we necessarily can't afford it, but we're looking to buy a house and so that's our number one priority is because we need to make sure A, B, and C plans of where we're going to bring a baby home to. So that's our first priority. And you have to be respectful of that. Um, we haven't bought a crib or anything. And um, I want I want Landon to be able to build his own crib. Like, you know, that's, that's the first memory that I think a dad... Um, you know, gets as being a dad is like, you build the crib, you build the first bed that your baby gets to sleep in. Like that just seems so magical to me. And I want that for And So I, and you have to be respectful of that. Like, yes, you probably want to buy, you know, you know, You probably want to buy us a crib, but like please be respectful that I want that memory of watching Landon Bill, our first crib. And so Um people just need to be respectful of that. Like if I don't want cheesy baby clothes and I want like, you know, plain neutral smocked things or, you know, certain type of clothing for my baby, you have to be respectful of that. I don't want all pink or I don't want all blue. Um, because that's just not the kind of person that Landon and I are. Like, I don't want frilly things if it's a girl and I don't want like tractor and stuff, you know, whatever for our boy. Um, because that's just not the kind of person we are. Like, I want our baby to reflect us as parents and, That's, you know, a ball cap with a fish on it and some overalls because that's a mixture of Landon and me. I'm the overall-y girl and he's the athletic New Balance's ball cap boy. Or, you know, Landon's obviously not a girl, but if we were having a girl, we may or may not. We may or may not have a boy, but... Um, if it was a girl, I don't want all pink because you don't see me walking around in all pink. Pink is not my favorite color. I don't like pink. Um, as of lately, I have been more into like the salmon-y grapefruity color, but you know, I don't wear that a bunch. I like greens and I like creams and that's what I want for a baby. And you have to be respectful of that. Okay. Again, I feel like I am going on a little too much but anyways um there's good and bad things when it comes to being preggers and um every body is different every journey is different and it is what it is and you just have to be respectful and it's not about your timing it's about the parents timing and And you, again, just have to be respectful. Let's be open and honest about how pregnancy is glorified a lot of the time. Sorry, that was really gross. Um, And it's okay if your pregnancy sucks and you complain about it all the time doesn't mean you don't love your child any less it doesn't mean that you're not happy that you're having a baby it just sucks like if someone has you know cancer or they broke a bone like I mean that's probably a bad example when it came to cancer but it's like I don't know I've like triggered myself, but also I'm extremely exhausted and I'm so out of breath. But anyways, pregnancy can suck. It's not like not everyone has a sucky pregnancy and that's okay. Um, It does get better. It does. You have good days and you have bad, but that happens in everyday life. Um, You have good days and bad days in it and just try and look for the beauty in it. Involve your spouse as much as you can because they don't understand what you're going through because they have never had a grow baby. They don't know what it's like and you know just try and make them feel as involved as you can. Be respectful and there is beauty in it. You just have to find it. And if you never do, that's okay too. But yes, thank you so much friends for listening to my first episode of what it's like to be preggers. Um, Again, I don't think all of my episodes are going to be about pregnancy, but that is the season that I'm in right now. And sometimes I just have to vent it. (laughs) Again, this is my public audio diary. So, you know, what I say goes. (laughs) But yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Come back next Thursday and make sure you check out Think Thought Let's Talk podcast on Instagram. Um, I do want to answer questions if anyone ever has any questions for the topics. Just make sure you follow, share, subscribe, hit that like button. You know, all those things that YouTubers say, even though we're on a podcast. (laughs) but I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to this very long episode and go do things. Go do good things. (laughs) Okay, bye.